disturbing from my slumber. I am the eternal dragon. Now make your first wish. Your wish has been granted. Here is your host, Tim Bridgewater. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to episode 44 of uh, Rock the Dragon and Dragon Ball Super Podcast. Of course, I'm your host, Tim Bridgewater. Man, it's been an exciting couple of weeks here as we have kind of closed out this Destroyer tournament. And now we're getting into a little bit of filler in between, but that's nothing unusual about that. That's pretty normal. I uh, just want to remind you guys that I hosted two other podcasts. One of, that, one of those was called Geekly Dose. It was a podcast we talked about everything geek. I also hosted a podcast called Republic City Report, a Legend of Korra podcast. So if that's a show you're just now getting into or you got into once before, uh, you can find that podcast. Both of those podcasts are still up on iTunes as well as Stitcher.com. We have a lot to get into this episode, so I'm just going to kind of get into it and get this thing rolling. I'm going to start off with a little bit of news here, just a couple of updates. Once again, we just came back from a giveaway that we did. Uh, Super Saiyan Blue Vegeta. You can find tons of information on that over at Facebook.com slash Rock the Dragon Podcast. Our winner, Mega Man Tron, a.k.a. Justin, just got his figure in the mail. He sent me some photos. You can find a post about that on the Facebook page. Congratulations once again to Justin. Uh, you got your figure in. I'm glad you're super happy about it. As always, thank you so much for being a listener. Super fucking cool. Awesome. I can't say anything better <laughs> than that. Uh, thanks for reaching out. Once again, I just announced uh, another giveaway, you know, one to celebrate reaching 100 Facebook likes, which we're beyond that at this point, which is great. Uh, but just a reminder there, if you would like to qualify for that giveaway, once again, head over to the Facebook page. There is a post, a specific post that is pertaining to that giveaway for your chance to win a Goku spirit bomb lamp, as well as a rock the dragon podcast t-shirt. All you have to do is like the page, share that post and like that post. You have to do all three of those. Now, what I'm noticing is, is that some people are sharing the posts, but I can't see the actual posts. Now, the way it works on Facebook, uh, when you have a page is that when someone shares a post, there's a section that you can go and check so you can see who shared the post as well as how many times it was shared. Now, it's been shared over 20 times, but right now I can only see about eight or nine of those posts, which means that some of you guys are not posting it publicly. You have to post it publicly and you may even have to have like the page as well. I'm not sure what the exact rules are on that in terms of Facebook, but you should be doing that anyway, because that's the whole point. <laughs> so don't share it to only you or just your friends. That's not going to that. It completely defeats the purpose of what I'm trying to do here. Obviously, I'm trying to grow the podcast and I'm giving you guys an incentive and a prize to help that happen. Now, if I can't see your share, well, then that's just pointless because you, you can't be entered if I don't know you shared it. Right. So you're not helping yourself if you do not share it publicly. Now, for those of you who have done it right, which is most of my regular commenters, you guys are fine because you guys like the post. You like the page a long time ago. You like the post and you share it. I can see you guys. And I'm talking about this core group of regular listeners that are pretty active over there. I can see all you guys stuff there. Now, it's better for you guys if these other people don't go back and fix their shares, then it's better for y'all because there's a greater chance that you'll win because you, it'll just be you guys in there. But 
just so that's just a reminder make sure you're sharing that post publicly so i can see it and once again i will announce the winner of that giveaway on a special christmas eve bonus episode of the podcast now that's something that i didn't mention on episode 43 of the podcast because well i hadn't figured it out yet i didn't know i was even going to do it <laughs> it's, it's something that i didn't think about until after the fact um, because I realized that we have several holidays coming up, which means we're probably not we're not going to get an episode uh, next weekend. And we're also not going to get an episode the following weekend because we have two holidays back to back. We have Christmas and New Year's. So we're not going to get another episode of Dragon Ball Super until January 6th. So I don't want to have you guys waiting that long for me to announce the winner um, and plus I did a Halloween bonus episode of the podcast, so it only makes sense that I do one for Christmas as well. So I will do a special Christmas Eve bonus episode of the podcast. Now we don't get an episode of Dragon Ball Super, so that means I have to find something to talk about, right? In addition to the giveaway. Now this is where you guys come in. What should I talk about? Once again, I've been taking suggestions over on the Facebook page. You really should like that page if you haven't done it yet. I mean, there's just been a series of posts uh, recently with some pretty cool information and I'm being really we're being very active with each other now and so you can kind of go over there and leave me some suggestions I've got a few suggestions uh, talking about maybe talking about Dragon Ball Evolution <laughs> and doing a review of that movie if you want to hear my thoughts on that um, as well as the possibility of uh, of course uh, big news recently Disney just recently purchased Fox the company so as it stands, you know, at once upon a time, Dragon Ball Evolution was a 20th century Fox production. So assuming that Fox still has the film rights to Dragon Ball live action, that would now mean that Disney would have those rights. OK, now that I don't think that's confirmed, but that's a possibility. So that's something else that I could talk about on the Christmas episode. If you guys want to hear all of that. So just let me know. Let me know. Head over to the page, find those posts, comment, like, share, whatever you need to do to kind of get me that information. But once again, special episode coming soon. You have one week to qualify for the giveaway. OK, one more week. OK, uh, speaking of that giveaway. Well, I mentioned the, I mentioned the Dragon Ball T-shirt in there. Actually, Justin, the, the, the winner of the previous podcast, he and I have been kind of talking back and forth between email because I want to make sure that he got his figure. He mentioned the fact that um, he would be interested in buying a, a Rock the Dragon T-shirt. Uh, I, I didn't have any plans on really selling those right now. The only one that's available is the one that's going to go to the winner of the giveaway. But if that is something that you guys are interested in, if anyone would be interested in purchasing a Rock the Dragon T-shirt, once again, let me know. Um, I'd be happy to, to try to find a way to make that work. If you guys are interested in, 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 in having some merch, some merch that's based around the podcast. OK, but this is all based on your feedback. So I, I need you to uh, to let me know. As always, you can email me at rock the dragon podcast at Gmail .com, OK, and let me know about that stuff as well. Now, another thing that I wanted to mention here, I mentioned this on episode 43 of the podcast, is that I was fortunate enough to be contacted by a student out in New York who was doing a, a presentation in her media uh, class and she decided to do her presentation 
on my podcast, Rock the Dragon. And I thought that that was the coolest thing on the planet. <laughs> and we talked about it and we arranged a Skype interview and I have received the video for that interview. So that is now available over on the Facebook page as well. So if you just want to, it's about a 30 minute or so interview. So, you know, if you just one of those people who has an extra interest in, in hearing more about sort of the behind the scenes aspect of, of making this podcast, uh, that might be something you want to check out. Um, also, I will include the audio from that Q&A session on this episode of the podcast. So if you're looking at the runtime and you're seeing that it's longer than normal, that's why <laughs> it'll be at the very end, though, because I don't know, some people may not give a shit about that. But for those of you that do and you want to just kind of hear me talk about the podcast to a class of high school students uh, and hear their questions, then you can check out that interview at the very end of the podcast. So I thought that was super cool. Once again, video of that up over on the Facebook page. Um, I do have an iTunes review for this week. Once again, you always free to leave me a review on iTunes uh, or whatever outlet you use. Once again, you can't really leave one on Google Play. This is something we talked about before. Um, you can't you, you can't leave one on, on, on TuneIn, so it's kind of tricky. But uh, if you happen to have an iTunes account, you can certainly leave one there. And I don't want to. Uh, look past this this week. I have to acknowledge this awesome review I got from Raging Robot Party. <laughs> Great name. It says fantastic cast five star review. I'm an old DBZ fan who has rekindled my love of the franchise with Super, which I watch with my daughter now. Myself and the host of the show, Tim, are watching it the same way, the Toonami broadcast, so it's nice to listen to someone discussing the episodes I just recently saw as well. He has a great voice and laid-back personality that makes the show very easy to listen to. I'd give it seven stars if I could. Holy shit. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Raging Robot Party. Man. Uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, we need to work on that. They need they need to up this, this star rating here because... I would I would love seven stars, too, if that was possible. No, but I thank you so much for that. Five out of five stars. I mean, I've been getting a lot of those lately and I can't I cannot be more grateful for you guys. And I'm so glad you're enjoying the show. I do it for y'all. So by all means, you know, keep submitting this positive feedback because it's only going to help keep me motivated, <laughs> which means which means better stuff for you because you get more episodes out of it. Um, so yeah, Raging Robot Party, thank you so much for that. Super cool, awesome. Once again, if you'd like to leave me a review, head over to iTunes. It takes a couple minutes, uh, you know, of your day, but it goes a long way in, in keeping this show flowing. All right. You know, I actually have to make a list this episode. I never make lists. <laughs> but I had so much stuff I needed to cover. I'm like, I'm just looking at my little, my little page here and seeing what else we got. Okay, I think that about covers it for all of the new stuff. I will say this. I will say this. And those of you who have been um, active on Facebook will already know about this. But I made a very, very interesting discovery after watching episode 44 of Dragon Ball Super, as well as the preview for episode 45. Super cool, interesting discovery. As far as I know, no one else discovered this i mean i'm not claiming to be the only person but it was pretty cool and and there's some i'll give you more information about that once we get to it in the episode but stay tuned for that but if you're already on the facebook page 
Well, then you already know. So all the more reason to go like that page because there's a lot of conversation happening over there uh, right now. So now I do want to jump into our email segment, uh, of course, titled, What Are You Saying? If you have anything you'd like to say, any questions, comments, concerns about anything pertaining to Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super, etc., send me an email at rocketdragonpodcast at gmail.com. I have here an email from Rick Blackbeard. It's been a while, my friend. Uh, I'm going to read your email here. It says, hey, Tim, Rick Blackbeard here. Damn, I thought I sent this email on December 3rd, but I didn't see that it I saw that it failed to send until I was listening. I did. Oh, okay. Sorry. I didn't see that it failed to send until I was listening to the new podcast today and you didn't read it. So I'm adding this to it. So you know why the subjects are old. Don't worry about reading it on the podcast since it's old. Well, Rick, I'm going to read it anyway, because I hope you don't mind because it's the only email I got (laughs) this week. So I'll read it anyway. Okay. Rick Blackbeard here. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving with friends and family. So it's been a while since I sent an email in and I've been behind on all my podcasts. It got harder to listen to at work, but I'm all caught up. And here's what I'm saying, man, I'm really digging the Shinron opening of the podcast. Hope that stays. I really like this arc and all the stuff with Hit, Vegeta and Goku. And last episode when Whis and Vados threw Champa, Champa and Beerus under the bus was probably the best part of that episode. I'm sure I didn't get this in time for the new episode, get this in in time for the new episode. So as for this episode, I liked it. And you can tell it's the start of some filler episodes before the new arc. The only problem I have with it is that they keep making Goku look so dumb. I'm tired of it, but maybe it's just me nitpicking a few more things. A few episodes back, you asked if you should watch the next week's preview. I say no. I think it adds a little something to the podcast. When you guess what's going to happen, whether you're close or way off, it's another layer. I would even say don't watch the name of the episode till you see till after you see the episode, just go into it blind. It makes the episodes way better. But that's just me. That's what I do with the subs. Well, this is turning into a book. So that's it for now. Looking forward to the next one. Thanks, Rick Blackbeard. Rick, always good to hear from you. Uh, Let's see here. Yeah, it's been a while since I heard from you, but I'm glad to find out, uh, as always, that you're still listening. Yeah, as for the Shinron opening of the podcast, I'm sure you guys realize that that's a thing now. (laughs) Now Shinron introduces me every episode. That's something that was left over from the Halloween episodes of the podcast. It was something I did as a one-off for the Halloween episode, but I kind of liked it. I said, hell, maybe I'll just use this from now on. So it's glad to see that. uh, I'm glad to see that you guys, or at least one of you, is actually uh enjoying that and yeah it's nice to know your thoughts on the on the past uh events of course like you said your your email's a little bit old so i won't get into much of that um but yeah you say that you don't think i should watch next week's preview okay that's now that's the first feedback i've gotten on that because that was a question that i asked a couple episodes back you know should i should i not watch the preview for the following episode and talk about that as well so rick says i shouldn't Okay, and so far, that's the only real feedback I've gotten on that uh, specifically. Now, if you've been on the Facebook page, you you know that I've already watched a preview for episode 45. And that's, you know, kind of pertaining to something else. But I don't normally watch the previews. It literally just ended up being one of those situations. When I when I DVR the episodes, I usually turn it off immediately after the episode is done. But I think I got up to go stop my microwave or something. So it just kept playing. And then the preview came on and then I heard something. And yeah, we'll get more into that when I get into the uh, episode talk. 
Okay, Rick, thanks a lot for that email. As always, if you have anything you want to say, send me an email at rockthedragonpodcast at gmail.com. There was a lot of stuff to cover there, and I almost forget. Like, feel like I forgot something, but whatever. For now, we'll just jump into the episode talk for this week. Of course, this episode of Rock the Dragon Podcast, episode 44, is going to cover episode 44 of Dragon Ball Super, titled The Seal of Planet... Potafu, <laughs> Secrets of the Unleashed Superhuman Water. I had to double check and make sure I was saying that right, which I may not be, but I, th- I think it's I think it's Potafu, right? That sounds right. Okay, now you know just based on the title of this, and of course knowing that we have reached a point where we're going to get filler episodes. That's exact. I mean, we know exactly kind of what to expect here. You know. The title's telling us we're going to a completely different planet for most of this thing. So, you know, the question is, will it be a good experience or will it be a bad experience? We've had we've had both so far. So this episode kind of starts off. We, we see this little guy, this little character. Uh, he's wearing this pass that what appears to be a pacifier, at least an earthling uh, concept of a pacifier around his neck. And then these guys kind of show up. Uh, who are clearly the threats. I mean, they make that pretty clear. So we can assume that this is Planet Potafu, just based on what we know so far about the episode. And we also know that this pacifier around his neck has some sort of significance. Okay, so then we go back to Planet Earth. And once again, you know, we're kind of in between arcs here. So we're expecting some sort of a one-off sort of a story, sort of a thing to happen here. We see Manaka. And at this point, when he popped up, I I wasn't sure if Manaka actually lives on earth now <laughs> but it turns out that he was called back for another delivery remember manaka is sort of an interplanetary delivery guy so uh Bulma made a delivery for more of whatever snack they had at the party when they were celebrating universe seven's victory um so it's you know it's just a way of them kind of keeping manaka involved in the story which is kind of cool i mean i i wasn't sure what to think about manaka in the beginning and I'm, I don't, in some ways, I'm still not sure what to <laughs> think about him, but I, I kind of like what they're doing here. It's kind of cool to have another character in addition to Jaco that kind of ties us in to the other planets since Dragon Ball Super is all about cosmic uh, adventures, basically. I have to say that in a way, they've done a better job of... of, of of explaining Manaka's presence than they've done Jaco. I mean, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that I'm not the biggest fan of Jaco. I mean, I don't, uh, I don't necessarily dislike him, but it's just it's been a little rough. I think kind of, you know, seeing his usefulness, especially now that Manaka's here. But whatever. So he goes to make the delivery to Boma. She asks him to help her, assist her with this project she's working on. It's not really clear exactly what's going on here unless i missed something but there's she's she's trying to she's experimenting with something i mean there's <laughs> there's this little liquid that comes out and then it spills uh all i can do is assume that that whatever that she's working on is going to tie in to something in the future i mean or maybe it won't you know it, it, it the series definitely has a history of of introducing things and not following up on it and just kind of creating new plot holes out of nowhere sometimes. So maybe we'll never find out what that was. I don't know. Uh, but then we switch over to Golden and Trunks. Okay. And they're coming on They're on their way back from something and they, 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 they show up to, to capsule corp and they see Manaka's 
vehicle outside and they, they realize that he left the back of it open so they start spooking speaking <laughs> sneaking around and just kind of uh checking out stuff you know as they do they, they they tend to get into things so it becomes pretty i think it becomes pretty apparent early in this episode that this is going to be an episode where we follow other characters not just goku <laughs> not just vegeta necessarily and that's something i've been waiting for so I, I like the episode, if for no other reason, uh, just that, you know, that we're I was hoping that when we at least when we got to some of these filler episodes, it's always a good opportunity to spend some time with some of the other characters that we don't see as often, like Goten and Trunks. I mean, Goten and Trunks were a major part of uh, the, the, the world tournament saga on to the end of Kid Buu in Dragon Ball Z. I mean, they just played pretty big roles. We saw them a lot, um, especially during the tournament and all that. We spent a lot of time with those characters. We haven't spent much time with them here. They've certainly de-aged both of them. I mean, you can just listen to their voices, especially Goten's and tell. Uh, but we, that's something that we talked about in previous episodes. But yeah, so they go in the back of this thing and they just kind of start, you know, you know, like kids do getting into stuff. There's a moment where Trunks is swinging around a sword that may or may not be a little reference to future Trunks. Uh, who knows? <laughs> maybe, maybe not. I kind of took it as one. But the point here is, is that they get trapped in the back of this truck. You know, but Manaka decides to leave because he has a delivery to make on the planet Potafu. So this is how we transition into that. He leaves to head off because he has to make a delivery, not knowing that Goten and Trunks are actually in the back of the vehicle. Now, if I wanted to get super nitpicky here, <laughs> I would start to ask questions like, how the hell did they survive that trip? <laughs> because, I mean, this is this thing just looks like a truck with rockets on the side. Now, you know, we're going to suspend our disbelief and say, well, it's some kind of super airtight vehicle that has oxygen being pumped into the inside of it because well Monaco probably would need that there's no reason to believe that he can breathe in outer space so we can just assume that his vehicle is prepped for space travel now it is very cold in the back and I do appreciate the fact that they draw attention to that because you know they can't just make a trip like this and not and come out of it completely unscathed I mean that would be stupid so at least they're shivering in the back now what's funny about this scene is that Monaka's listening to this space radio and it, it sounds like Christopher Sabat uh, just kind of doing this radio voice and he's talking about underpants and the the interplanetary underpants conference or something I mean it's if you listen to it it's actually really funny <laughs> it's really funny uh, but so yeah Monaka lands on the planet now you know this is obviously the planet that we saw at the beginning of the episode so we revisit we come back to this place now that it seems to be daytime Manaka discovers Trunks and Goten in the back so he immediately goes into and they are frozen completely so he immediately you know goes into a mode where he, he just tries to help them thaw out now throughout this this same little character that we saw at the beginning of the episode shows up he knows Manaka and then, you know, some of the stuff I'll kind of skip through kind of fast because it's not much to talk about. But basically, uh, he, he comes he comes out and reveals himself to everybody. And then the bad guys show up as well. 
Okay, so we know that this, and amongst all of this, the guy happens to lose the little pacifier thing that's around his neck, which is obviously of great importance um, to him and his planet. Uh, he does kind of mention that throughout some of the conversation that happens here, that these guys are trying to get that. I mean, that comes a little bit later, but that's basically what this is about. So, yeah, these, the, you know, these sort of generic sort of bad guys on this planet kind of show up. Obviously, at this point, we know that they are after this pacifier. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and, uh, you know, you, you Dragon Ball has already always made it kind of clear just by maybe the designs of these of certain characters or their presence or the way, you know. But we we immediately get the vibe that these guys aren't very strong. Okay, and, and nor we do we expect these characters who come along sort of during filler to be that strong. So we're not expecting a lot of this to last forever or anything. And Goten and Trunks quickly, you know, they make quick work of these guys, <laughs> so, which was very cool. It was cool to see them get back into action because once again, in Dragon Ball Z, they were fighting all the time. And I can't help but wonder and maybe this is something you guys can, you know, you can kind of let me know how you feel about this. But uh, once again, rock the dragon podcast at gmail.com. What are you saying? Um, there, maybe I'm wrong, but there, there seems to be sort of this universal. It's not everyone, but there seems to be a majority of fans that don't like Gotenks. Um, am I just misinterpreting that or or do you guys agree with that? I I'm I'm pretty much indifferent to Gotenks. Like I don't I don't dislike the character, but I don't like him either. I mean, because if you go back to Dragon Ball Z, Gotenks was very over the top. I mean, like just the the moves, the voice. I mean, it, but at the same time, he he would be that. He would be that because he's two kids merged into one kid, <laughs> and you know, and these are like two half Saiyan kids on top of that. So he's going to be like over the top and sort of uh, exaggerated and, and, a, and a little bit annoying and his moves will be very childish and he will come up with all these crazy, silly things like the ghosts and, you know, the little ghosts that he would spit out. I mean, yeah, a lot of that stuff was silly. <laughs> it's very silly. But at the same time, we we're dealing with kids who were kind of spoiled and probably had way too much power for the age that they were at. And so. I've gotten the impression that a, a big part of the fan base was not a big fan of Gotenks. Now, I can't help but wonder if that played a part in why these two characters have not been uh, that visible in Dragon Ball Super thus far, like Goten and Trunks. Uh, because if you make them fight together a lot, then it only makes sense that they at some point would fuse into Gotenks. I mean, why wouldn't they, right? And if you watch the preview, the preview for episode 45, you, you know that they do eventually end up doing that. Um, so I don't know. I just I can't I think about things like that. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't mind go tanks. I mean, I, you know, um, but I can't help of, of, of wonder if that somehow played a part in the, the lack of attention that they have been getting. I don't know. But we do get to see them fight separately, at least in this episode. And they, once again, they make quick work of these guys. And this is where we kind of find out exactly what's going on. Um, that, uh, these guys are sort of marauders or pirates and they come to the planet basically to steal whatever this power, the secret source of energy is at the 
the, the base of the planet. I mean, it's not the most original story. This is something that we've seen many times throughout the history of the Dragon Ball franchise. But in the same at the same time, that actually makes it OK, because this is definitely something that would typically happen during one of the filler episodes. So I for that reason, and I don't know if I really said this yet, but I, I, I like this episode. Um, I think it's once again the filler more the, the filler ones haven't been that bad lately I like it because a we get to spend time with some of the other characters we still get some action out of it we did get some humor out of it the animation is good so I really kind of don't have no, any complaints and as far as where it goes story wise from here well this is one of those filler things where it lasts more than one episode so we'll see what happens there but overall I like the episode I feel like it got better as it went along Especially once Vegeta got involved in everything, too. But uh, we'll, we'll get back on that in a second. So, yeah, we pretty much just get some little conversation here. Um, you know, Goten and Trunks are pretty much ready to fight to to get the the pacifier back. The guy realizes that he doesn't have it anymore. But meanwhile, they have kidnapped Manaka and I'm holding him hostage hostage because Manaka and this is something they, they still haven't explained exactly why Manaka goes into this trance whenever he watches people fight. <laughs> but apparently that's just a really big weakness that he has because it made him vulnerable this time. And he was kidnapped and now he's, everyone's kind of being held hostage. And they do a pretty good job of sort of addressing the fact because, I mean, they have Goten and Trunks tied up in rope, something that they could very easily bust out of. But they do a good job of, of Trunks actually mentions that and says, oh, we could easily bust out of this. But, you know, we've got hostages to worry about here. So we see that this little pacifier device is actually a key to a lock that opens up um, this sort of safe that has what we can only assume is the superhuman water in it. Right. Which at this point, we don't know a lot about that, but we know that that's basically what it is. So we go back to planet Earth at this point, and this is where Boma discovers that Goten and Trunks are missing and using surveillance footage outside of Capsule Corp. She realizes that they both hopped in the back of Monaka's truck and they got locked in there. And now they're off to the next planet because Monaka did manage to mention that he was headed to that planet. So she knew where he was going. So that's some of the better writing here, because it would have been very easy for somebody to just miss that <laughs> in the writing process. And then I would have had to pick that apart but they cover it so that's pretty good now once again this is also sort of a good opportunity for them to get Jocko involved back into the story as sort of this space cop this would be something that falls under his jurisdiction even though he's very <laughs> opposing to the whole idea of it he doesn't want to do it but we, they've established the fact that that's he's kind of a coward for some reason I don't know why because I mean like we got to see him fight one time and he was pretty good uh but yeah, so Bone was basically just trying to convince him to go and he's saying, no, I'm not doing it for, you know, whatever reason, etc. And she basically kind of threatens him by saying, I will show the king of the galaxy uh, the picture that you, you I'll tell him you drew a mustache on his photo uh, if you if you don't go. So he agrees to go. And not only that, well, we as the viewers, we know that this is building to something because he is currently pursuing uh, a, a, one of these you know, refugees or whatever you want to call it. Um, and we know that that guy is already on the planet Potifu. 
So it's all going to kind of come together because he's looking for a guy who just happens to be on the same planet that Goten and Trunks <laughs> are on right now. Yeah, it's a little convenient, but, you know, that's sort of you call that you call that story convenience. You know, you need certain characters to end up in the same place. So they just happen to end up in the same place. You know, it, it happens all the time with TV and movies. So I'm not going to even pick on that. So basically, you know, he he agrees to go. But what's funny about this is that she tells Vegeta, hey, guess what? You're going to. And he's like, what? But, you know, it's make, it makes sense. You know, he's standing there. He's not doing anything. His son's out there. You might as well send him too. OK, so this is where in the episode for me, I really perked up. I was like, OK, this episode was already heading to a, in a good direction. And now they've decided to inject Vegeta into this also. I don't, I don't get me wrong. I, I did say a million times, you know, they're spending way too much time with Goku and Vegeta. But Vegeta's role in this episode is pretty small. It's okay. I mean, you know, but, you know, it, it, it's cool that they're injecting him into this uh, in some way that doesn't involve Goku. So, so then Boma calls Chi Chi and lets her know what's going on. She pretty much, and that, and, that, and that gives us an opportunity to see what Goku's up to and why he's occupied and why he's not around. Because remember, in these situations, and, and, and this is something I did like about Dragon Ball Z. I mean, it became kind of repetitive after a while, but you do have to find ways to take Goku out of the story sometimes in order to give other people a chance to have to defend themselves. <laughs> because if he's always around, you know, his power, it's, it's, his power levels is so high at this point that a lot of these smaller fights would not be a threat if Goku was around. So we get to see Goku a little bit for this episode, which I'm okay with. He's training with King Kai. It's actually a scene that I really enjoyed. It, it, it was animated very well. It got me pretty excited. We find out that his problem that he had in the last episode where his energy was kind of all over the place is now better. So he's kind of training <laughs> and, and King Kai is like, could you just stop because you're going to destroy my planet? Um, so I just, I, you know, it's just nice to kind of revisit those characters and, and, and see what Goku is up to. And of course, he's completely unaware of, of what's going on right now. But that's cool because we got Vegeta. We got Goten and Trunks. Uh, Vegeta and Jaco on their way to the planet. Uh, it's a good thing this planet is very close by. That's one thing I thought about during this episode is that shit. It's a good thing it's not that far away. Because, I mean, they seem to have gotten there in five minutes. Uh, now, what I thought was weird here is that the last time we saw the people on the planet... Uh, the guy had just opened up the little jar with the superhuman water in it and everyone was still tied up. Now, when we go back to them, Trunks is on the run with the little guy from the planet on his back. So we it almost feels like we missed something there. We didn't see them escape. We didn't see them break free. We didn't see what happened when the guy opened the jar. We just kind of take up with them later on. And these warriors are now covered in this purple ooze. And they're on the run. So I, I don't know what happened there. It feels like we missed a scene, but I guess we can kind of assume what happened based on that. Now they're running and then Vegeta shows up. Bam. You know, surprise. Dad. Vegeta's here to save the day. Uh, Vegeta makes quick work of these minions, as he should. And I had loved it <laughs> because... You know, once again, like it kind of reminds you of those old episodes of Dragon Ball Z where we saw those flashbacks of Vegeta where he was on these other planets when he was still working for Frieza and he's just wiping out all these civilizations of people <laughs> and creatures. Now, this is a different situation because this time he's a good guy 
Um, but we do see that they're kind of being blasted into this purple ooze. And we do know that this is a superhuman water. So obviously this is not going to go down as easily as it is coming across as it is. Uh, so he makes work out of most of them. But then there's the one left, the main guy, which I think is also the same one that Jaco was looking for. Um, but while Vegeta is distracted, the remains of the purple superhuman water actually uh, succumbs him. Or he succumbs to it, it, it covers him. And at this point, we don't know exactly what it's doing, but we know that, you know, it's doing something to him. He gets spit out. We find out very quickly that he no longer has his strength or any of his abilities. So, wow. You know, just like that, the, the strongest person in this situation just lost all of his power. Now, what's going to happen from this point? Well, the remainder of the ooze does something which is very cool. It forms sort of a duplicate doppelganger sort of version of Vegeta. So he's got this purple ooze sort of version of himself standing there. Now, this is where I said I made a really cool discovery. Okay, well, it didn't it, it, it didn't happen here initially, but it happened here later on. So let me break this down. If you've been following this along on the Facebook page, then you already kind of know about this. But there's a okay. So the Vegeta duplicate happens there. The episode ends. Now I happen to watch the preview for episode 45. Now, in that preview, we get to hear that duplicate Vegeta talk a lot more than he does at the end of the episode. So I was watching that preview, and I immediately said that voice sounds really familiar. It immediately made me think of Brian Drummond the ocean dub vegeta okay so i'm watching this and i'm like man that sounds like the ocean dub vegeta so i mean i immediately get on my phone i start googling stuff i can't find anything that confirms this but i'm pretty convinced that it's him because it sounds like him right um so i went to the facebook page i posted a video of myself talking about all this i include the preview in the video so if you want to see that go over to facebook page and go there but at this point i was still just speculating saying man that sounds a lot like brian drummond how cool would it be if they have the modern vegeta versus the old vegeta uh and in this episode in this episode as well as the next one i just thought that'd be super it's just a super cool thing to do so today i'm re-watching the episode a second time because i always watch the episode at least twice before i start to record the podcast now this time i realized that that uh, duplicate Vegeta actually does talk a little bit. I forget exactly what he says, but he does speak. So if he speaks, that means there must be a credit. So at that point, I watched the end credits of the episode and I realized that I was right. That is, in fact, Brian Drummond doing the voice of the duplicate Vegeta. And that is one of the coolest fucking things <laughs> I think they've done in the entire series so far. So if you're not if you're not familiar with that, you know, if you're one of those people who came along later and you only watched Kai or you didn't start from the very beginning of Dragon Ball Z's run on Toonami in the United States, you may not know what I'm talking about. But I talk about this a lot in episode zero of the podcast. When Dragon Ball Z first started here on, on Cartoon Network, there was a completely different voice cast. OK, it was done by a group called the Ocean Group. And they were a group of actors based in Canada and they did all the voices. So when I first started watching Dragon Ball Z, those were the voices that I knew. 
because the Funimation dub didn't come till later on somewhere near the Frieza saga. And then eventually they went back and did all the entire series with the Funimation dub. But in the beginning, Vegeta sounded just like that duplicate, um, which I loved. Now, I love Christopher Sabat. Once again, listen to episode zero. But I also loved Brian Drummond. So it's just a nice Easter egg shout out to the fans that they would have both of those voice actors uh, fighting each other. I thought that, that was the coolest thing. Super cool. And um, I thought it was cool that I, I, I just picked that up. <laughs> I mean, if anybody out there is still questioning my fandom, you know, I just that was just my ear. I picked that up just from hearing it like once. So I wonder if anyone else has is, is picked that up. Uh, but it's super cool. And this may be something that just kind of goes under the radar that nobody really mentions. But I thought it'd be really important for me to kind of point that out for you guys so you can, you know, listen a little extra when that next episode comes. Because I think that that's super cool to have those two Vegetas going at each other, both voice actors. Uh, one of the best ideas I think they've had so far. So with that being said, that about does it for the episode talk. I really like this episode. This was one of the better filler sort of episodes. Once again, it got better as it went along. Uh, to top it off, the Brian Drummond Vegeta. Uh, I mean, it just made me super excited. I can't wait until episode 45. This may be the most excited I've been um, about filler episodes in a long time, especially if you watch the preview for episode 45 and you see what happens. Now, you know, I won't go into too much more detail about that in case you're one of those people who just doesn't want to know. Um, but it's definitely going to get exciting. Now, what's not exciting is that, well, we have to go almost a month now until we get another episode. So, you know, it's really not that long when you think about it. <laughs> but we've got a couple holidays coming up here soon. So stands the reason that we won't be having an episode. So we will get an episode on January 6th. It will be back along with the podcast. But remember i will be back here next weekend with a special christmas eve bonus episode of the podcast once again what do you want me to talk about let me know send me an email rock the dragon podcast at gmail.com head over to the facebook uh facebook.com slash rock the dragon podcast page there are posts there tons of posts of things uh make sure you go check that out now Here's something that I'm wondering about. You know, I'm wondering if you're one of those people who just never sees my posts, then you may want to check your settings and make sure you're following the page and make sure you click whatever you need to click to see the posts. Uh, the best thing you can do, though, is just go to check the page every now and then because I'm always post. I've been posting a lot of stuff lately. So the more what I've noticed is that the more you check the page, the more active you are with pages the more likely you are to see the posts in your newsfeed. So every now and then, just like a post, comment on a post, eventually you'll start seeing the posts more frequently. And that way you can keep up with all the conversation that's going on there. Um, and not to mention, it'll help you with any future giveaways and things like that that may come along. Once again, make sure you share that post, like the page, like the post in order to qualify for the giveaway. I will announce the winner to that on the Christmas Eve bonus episode of the podcast. Okay, so uh, for those of you who are interested, t stay tuned for the audio from the interview that I did with the students in New York at Harry S. Truman High School. Once again, it's just kind of behind the scenes. It, it's Most of it is pertaining to this podcast, though. So as a listener, you may want to check that out. If just anything else you may be curious about, it's a very cool experience for me to be able to do that. 
once again, it's always nice to know that my podcast is making its way around to people. It's affecting people and people are enjoying what they're listening to. If you're enjoying it, don't feel, you know, feel free to, to spread the word, leave me a review, etc. Okay. So once again, stay tuned for that recording, but until next time, until the Christmas episode of rock the dragon, I'm Tim Bridgewater and I'll see you next time. So we are recording now, Tim. So I'm going to start off by just asking you to introduce yourself to the class and then uh, you know, tell a little bit about how you got started. And then I'm going to have uh, Berenice and Danelli lead the questioning. And then all the students were supposed to bring at least one question for you. So we'll see what we can get through. And I don't know how much time you have, so please let us know time-wise when we reach the point when you can't go any further. Okay, no problem. Yeah, so uh, my name is Tim Bridgewater. I, uh, yeah, I host, a, host a podcast called Rock the Dragon. It's a Dragon Ball Super podcast. So if, we have, if any of you guys have ever watched Dragon Ball Z, then you probably a little bit more. Oh, okay. I see we got some hats. <laughs> oh, that's great. Not me. The, the first thing I should say is that all of y'all need to listen to my podcast first. Of all. <laughs> that's the first thing you should do. Not not during class when you get out. Okay. So it can, you can find it on iTunes, on Stitchers, on Google Play. So I grew up watching Dragon Ball Z. Just a really big fan in my entire life, and uh, I had a little history hosting podcasts. Also, host a radio show at LSU in college, and later on, I just got an opportunity to start getting into podcasting, and I, I found that an easy thing to talk about is something that you care a lot about, that you know a lot about, and that you like. So when I found out that Dragon Ball Super, you know, the first show that they were making in about 20 years, was well, they were, that they were making that, I decided, hey, now would be a good time for me to get back into podcasting. This is something that I know a lot about. It's a lot of fun and I care a lot about it. and I can talk about it for hours, so why not talk about it with other people? And that's pretty much how it started. Cool. All right, so I'm going to turn things over to Berenice and Danelli to start off our questioning and our interview. All right. I didn't even know you were doing questions. Danelli, I'm prepared. Okay, Berenice. Danelli was absent yesterday, so I'm kind of throwing her on the spot. But Berenice, you have some questions? I have one question that really related to the podcast. Go ahead. You're not going to ask me to be single, are you? No. All right. I was going to ask if you collect any Dragon Ball figures. Could you hear the question? Uh, do, I, do I collect any Dragon Ball figures? Yes. I, I wouldn't consider myself a collector. Like, I don't have, I do have some. I don't have, like, a bunch of different, you know, I don't have, like, a whole shelf full of these things. I really have about five or six. Uh, that I just got when I was younger. I just I just bought a new one, actually, because I did a giveaway on the uh, the last episode of my podcast. So I got, like, a super blue Vegeta. I bought two of them. Uh, for those of you who don't know, that's a character, Vegeta. I'm sure you, most of you guys know that. Is. <laughs> uh, yeah, I bought two. I, I bought one to give away on the podcast because that's a, <laughs> that's a good way to get people to listen to your podcast, to give them free stuff. I'm sure you know about that. So, But I bought one for myself, too, because they were, you know, I got a good deal on them. So I don't, I don't have a collection, but I do have some, for sure. All right, let's go. I do have a lot of other Dragon Ball stuff. I mean, I have a lot of... DVDs and Blu-rays and VHS tapes, if you guys know what those are. <laughs> so I have a lot, of, a lot of stuff like that. All right, so let's bounce around the room. Who's got a question prepared? I know we guys had this for homework. Uh, Who would like to know? Not all at one time. Go ahead, Naja. Um, how do you start a podcast? How do you start a podcast? Um, you know, it's tricky 
you can find a lot of information online, obviously, and there are a lot of books that will help you. I was fortunate enough to, when I started my first podcast, very pop, the very first podcast I did was one called Geekly Dose, where we just talked about all kinds of geek stuff, video games, movies, comic books, cartoons, all that. And when for that podcast, I was just the host. I didn't know anything about recording or making an RSS feed, submitting it to outlets, all these things you have to know now. So I had a producer who took care of all that stuff. Now, when it came to Rock the Dragon, this current podcast, I do this one completely alone. So that means I had to learn how to do some of these things myself. Luckily, I had a friend who knew how to do most of the stuff. So he showed me a lot. Um, but really, just to start, you just need a microphone and a topic, you know, something that you care a lot about and that you know about that you think people will want to listen to you talk about. Uh, and that's what that's how I started with me. I mean, it, it was tough. I mean, it, it was hard. It's still hard now to even get people to listen to it and to find out about it because you can't really advertise these podcasts the way you can advertise a lot of other things. I mean, you kind of have to rely on people just finding it. So hopefully you're talking about something that has sort of built-in audience already, and maybe they'll seek it out, and, uh, and that'll help you out like that. So for me, anyone can do it. That's the beauty of it, too, is that if you have a microphone and a computer, you can record a podcast. It's just it's for getting it to different outlets. You need different programs. It's different coding and things like that that you have to kind of know. But there are also a lot of outlets that will do all that work for you. You may have to pay some money. But they all do have to work for you to help you submit. So I do most of it all myself just because I've had, I have friends that can help me with it. So I would say, number one, find someone else who's doing it and ask them how they how they. Kind of like we're doing today. Exactly. <laughs> Hi, my name is Derek, and I would like to know how do you, um, how do you plan on further building your podcast? Well, um, that's, that's been the tricky part. So... Um, for a while, I was, you know, there's a Facebook page, too. So if you go to Facebook.com slash Rock the Dragon Podcast, you can see my page there. But on Facebook, now you have to, you kind of have to pay to advertise your pages if you want to get any sort of engagement. So that's an option. I mean, but you, you don't know if people are genuinely liking the page because they're interested or it's just some robot somewhere clicking like. <laughs> so that's, that's the trouble with that. Uh, but I do make videos. I try to make videos to get people to come over because I'm also an editor. I do video editing for a living. So I can put together these little creative things every now and then just to try to uh, get people to go over and check out the podcast. Um, doing a giveaway, like I said. You know, I just did a, do another giveaway. So I'm just going to get a bunch of like Dragon Ball items and a couple things maybe with my logo on it. Get people to like and share. You know, you see all these kinds of things on Facebook all the time. So hopefully that'll help the growth. And then hopefully you can get some word of mouth. Talking to you guys right now, if you all go and check out the podcast, but then that's another step that I've taken in spreading the, uh, the information. So it's just about using social media and whatever tools you have available to you. I'm going to jump in with a question. You said you're a video editor. We learn video production in this program. That's kind of the crux of what we do. Uh, do you mind if I ask what you shoot and edit on? Oh, yeah. I edit on uh, Adobe Premiere. Um, hey! <laughs> yes, you guys weren't expecting this. Yeah, I, I was telling the girl in the emails that I wish there was a class like this when I was in high school because this is what I do. I work, I mean, I, 
outside of just podcasting, I'm a videographer and an editor. I mean, that, that's my career. <laughs> so I use Premiere. I shoot on several different cameras. I mean, we have a, a Sony PXW70, a Panasonic AC160. Uh, I have a Nikon D3400. Uh, I use IMAX mostly for editing. And, of course, Adobe Creative Suite is pretty much the, the go-to for a lot of this kind of stuff. Now. Yeah, we're on CS6 right now. Um, nice. do, you, do you work freelance or are you with some sort of production house or company? I actually do both. I work for a company in, uh, I'm in Louisiana. I don't know how many of you guys know that, but we have a local TV show. Uh, well, we just cover local events and press conferences and ceremonies and stuff like that. So I do that full time. But I also have my own equipment and my own gear. So I'm able to do weddings and anything else like that that may come up on the side. Uh, so I do freelance as well as just a full time thing every week. Cool. We, we might ask you more about that in a minute, but let's stick with the podcast. Other questions for the podcast? Go ahead. Hi. Um, hi. I'm Jesus. Um, I would like to know, um, why do you think that so many people fail when they start to make podcasts? Uh, I'm sorry. I couldn't really help. So the question is, why do you think so many podcasters try and fail to build an audience? Um, you know, I think that it's very easy to, to just talk about something. I probably should have mentioned this, but you have to also be entertained. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, there's a lot of people that talk about things that they know, and that's great. I mean, but if you're really trying to grow and reach out to, like, a bigger audience, you may want to try to develop a personality, some kind of a personality sort of a thing. Or you just want to be engaging, you have to be entertaining. Because the tough thing about my podcast is that it's just me, you know. And I, I was concerned that people wouldn't want to listen because it's just one person. Usually when you hear a podcast, there's several people, you know. You have a co-host, you know, one or two or three people in a room talking. That way you can feed off of each other. You can bounce conversation off one another. So for me, it was a challenge. This is actually the second podcast that I've done just by myself. And that one did pretty well, too. That was, was on the show called Legend of Core. So one thing I do to help with mine is I actually play music in the background while I talk. And I feel like that makes it easier for people to listen to just one person talk. So I think the podcasts that don't do as well, they're just not. They maybe don't have the experience. You can't just know the subject. You have to kind of be entertaining because it's essentially like a radio show, you know. It's a radio show, but it's on the internet. So the same types of things that you would probably apply when you're doing a radio show on air, you want to kind of consider those things when you're doing a podcast, too. Um, you just have to be engaging and just kind of be entertaining. So for those that can't do that, I think they probably give up pretty easily. Because it's tough. It's tough. I mean, there's a thousands of podcasts. So I think if you stick with something that you know and that you know has a fan base, uh, and you just stick with it until you get better at it. I mean, you know, you're not going to be great in the beginning. But then you get feedback, and once you start getting emails in, then you can kind of go from there and see what you need to change. Some people, maybe they can't change, and maybe that's why they don't do so well. Next question. Go ahead. <clears throat> nice and loud. Hi, my name is Samaria. Have you ever felt like giving up? Have you ever felt like giving up? I have. I really, I have. Um, you know, I, I had a couple moments. Because, let's see, I'm about 42 episodes into the podcast now. Um, and in the beginning, you don't know if anyone's going to listen to it at all. I mean, <laughs> you know, I just I took a, a chance 
just to see what would happen. And there were some moments in there, you know, and a lot of times you have people that listen, but they don't want to engage. So you have people that just, if you, I take emails on my show all the time. And for a while, I didn't get any emails. No one would write in, no one said anything. I'm still struggling to get people to like the Facebook page now. I mean, you have to give people incentive to do it. The hardcore fans will do it. And I have those hardcore people that write me every week and that like the page, that like every post, they comment on everything. Um, but for a while, I didn't have that. You know, I just kind of had to stick with it until I started to see progress. And once you start getting that feedback, it makes you want to keep moving. The hardest thing for me is to stay motivated when I don't have feedback. Uh, but then I started getting it, so everything got okay. But yeah, I definitely was questioning it for a while because it's a big commitment to do a podcast that covers a show that comes on every week. So if you don't have the time to do that, then it may not be for you. Not to mention that, you know, my podcast only covers the English version of the show. And that version is only about 42 episodes in. The Japanese version is like 120 something right now. So. Realist, optimistically, realistically, I'd be doing this podcast for another two or three years. So I, I need the feedback in order to stay motivated. Uh, and I've been getting that, so I'm, I'm keeping up with it. Hi, my name is Alicia, and I'd like to know, besides Dragon Ball Z, is there any other anime or shows that you're into? Dragon Ball is definitely my number one. Um, I checked out... Attack on Titan, I've watched. Um, I think that's on Netflix now. I've only seen the Japanese version of that one so far. Um, there's One Punch Man I've checked out. Um, I used to watch a lot more when I was a kid, but now it's just mostly, just mostly Dragon Ball. Um, I, I, I guess mainly because that's just, that's just my favorite, you know. So, yeah, I dip into some of the others every now and then, but not enough to really be able to talk about them the way I can talk about Dragon Ball. Hi, my name is Dylan, and I would like to know, like, at first, did you have any support about starting a podcast? Uh, say it again for me. Did you have any support, like, on starting a podcast? Did I have any support? I did. Yeah. Um, so, the previous two podcasts that I did, like I said, I had help. I had a friend of mine who was also the producer. So, when it was time for me to do this one, I just... I went to him and I said, I need help getting started with this because I don't understand how to do the RSS feeds and submitting to iTunes and Google Play and stuff like that. So I definitely had at least his support, which was which was a lot. And I also knew I had somewhat of a, I do a couple different things. I mean, I, I've also done some film work and like some acting and stuff. So I know I have a little bit of a fame base, at least around where I'm from. <laughs> so... Uh, and all those people are always cheering me on anytime I get into any kind of new project. So I definitely had some support. And um, yeah, it was mostly my friend Jesse. He was the producer. So without him, I probably couldn't have gotten it started the way that I did. So just find that person that you know uh, has a lot of knowledge about it and just go to them and they'll help you. Did that answer your question? Yes. yes. <laughs> okay. Other questions? All right, well, they don't have any questions. I'm going to throw a few in. Do you deal with any haters? Do you get commenters, trolls, people who want to, you know, attack you, bring you down? Oh, that's funny. There's, there's a very 
I forget which episode it is. There's, a, there's sort of an infamous episode of my podcast where I did. Like, I got I got my first negative review on iTunes. <laughs> okay? And I'm not, I'm not really the kind of person to... I don't like to start anything with people. But, you know, the guy... I forgot exactly what he said. But he said... He basically said I wasn't a real fan. Which, to me, I took personally because I wouldn't be taking time out of my week every week to record a podcast for free for people if I didn't, if I wasn't a fan of the thing I was talking about. So if you go back and listen to those episodes, he and I went back and forth. We kind of debated. I challenged him to a Dragon Ball Z trivia contest. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Now, look, it never happened because it was just too difficult because the guy could be on the other side of the world for all I know. You know, so it's too hard to make something like that happen, but I got a little bit offended, but the funny thing is, is that the more he listened to my show, the, the bigger a fan he became. So much to the fact that he went back and he changed his review. So he gave me like a one-star review, and then he listened to a couple of episodes and went back and changed it to a five-star. Wow. Hey. So, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, there's always going to be, you know how it is, you know, something like anime and anything geek-related with a very passionate fan base. And people, you know, they like to get mad the second you say the wrong thing on accident. They want to be mad about it. But this guy became a fan, and now he's one of the biggest fans I had. So definitely had a hater, at least one that I knew about for sure. Next question. Good question. Nobody? I would like to know... Um, do you ever plan on monetizing this? Are you making any money now? You don't have to be specific, but uh, let's because a lot of the kids are interested in you know money. There are a lot of podcasts who take donations and Patreon and and all kinds of different ways to draw revenue. Uh, sounds to me like you have your full time breadwinning job. So where's your direction as far as money goes? Do you plan on you know monetizing it? Or are you monetizing it now? Uh, right now, I don't make any money. I mean, zero money right now. It is it is completely free to listen to. There's no advertising on there right now, but I'm hoping to do so. Yeah, because I, I think I think we can all agree that you know, uh, if we can all find something that we really really like to do for a living and get paid to do it, then that's that's optimistically where you want to be. And if I could make money talking about Dragon Ball Z, then that sounds like a dream come true to me. So. Uh, as, yeah, I'm, I'm planning to get to that point. I'm just waiting till I see a certain amount of growth in the podcast. And once I know that I have a certain, my audience is a certain size, then I can start reaching out to people who may want to advertise on there. And then, you know, I can start to make some money that way. Because right now, I don't make anything, but I'm definitely hoping to turn it into that. That's not why I'm doing it. But, you know, the while podcasting can become a little taxing. I mean, you are spending your money on equipment. You're spending your time every week, so it'd be nice to get something back out of that. So I'm definitely planning to uh, to work on that as soon as I, as soon as the audience grows more. I think it'd be easier to say all that. Hello, Blue, two five eight. All train responses. Sorry about that. Once you get a code, Blue, two five eight. All train responses. Please report. All right, uh, Derek, you have another question. Um, do you watch each episode more than once to get as much information about it to talk about? I do, yeah. Um, that's, that's the tricky part. Because um, 
back when I used to do, I used to do a, another podcast called Republicity Report, and that's why I did, uh, I talked about the Legend of Korra. And in the beginning, I would watch the episode once and then talk about it. But I started realizing that I started, I started forgetting <laughs> what happened during the episode. So now I watch the episode twice beforehand, and I also watch it while I record the podcast. So that way I can make sure I don't miss anything. Now, it becomes tricky because, you know, sometimes I have to pause it or fast forward, rewind, and that's why, you know, you need to be able to edit because sometimes I have to go back and cut things out or replace things or cut out dead air, that kind of stuff. And that I use GarageBand. So if anybody has a Mac, you know, you can record a podcast on GarageBand pretty easy. And so if you have a good microphone, you'll be good to go. So these yeah, guys, I do watch the episodes at least twice beforehand because uh, I want to know, you know, you don't want to miss anything big that may have happened. So. so these guys have access to 28 IMAX, GarageBand, and CS6, as well as microphones, good quality mics. They're pretty lucky. Yeah, look, I mean, whew, I had to struggle to get. <laughs> I mean, I just bought a brand new Mac this year, and, uh, you know, my other one was at least. 13 years old. So if you have access to this much uh, equipment and you have the desire, which obviously you guys do because you're in this class, then there's really no excuse to not be doing it, you know? Because a lot of the, the hard part, a lot of times, is just getting your hands on the equipment. So if you have access to it, then it's just about making time and effort to, uh, to make it happen. So that's, that's great. She's a little hidden off camera, but Trinity has a question. She's just off to the uh, left side of the screen. Hey, okay, I see. Hi, Trinity. Nice and loud. I just wanted to know um, what made you want to become a podcaster. I'm not, okay, I didn't really catch that. What, what made you want to become a podcaster in the first place? Uh, I've always kind of been involved in like uh, entertainment in some ways. Like I, I'm a musician. I've done some acting stuff. Uh. And I've done some, you know, and obviously I do editing and video work. So it just kind of seemed like a natural progression. And believe it or not, people have always told me that I have a, a good voice, which is important too. <laughs> I mean, if you're one of these people that like, people like to listen to you talk, then you want to find ways to use that to your advantage. And uh, yeah, I did, a, like I said, I did a host a radio show in college. So it kind of started with that. And then one day I had a friend who had a bunch of equipment. Once again, he, he already had all the stuff. And he said he wanted to get into podcasting. He asked me if I would host. And that's just kind of, and I said, yeah, why not? I mean, I like to talk. And I like to talk about stuff that I like and enjoy reading about or watching. So it's kind of easy. I mean, it can be about anything. I mean, this, this, this show is about Dragon Ball Super, but whatever it is you enjoy, there's an audience for that. So as long as you just find what that is and you know about it and you can talk about it, why not? You know, I mean, we all love conversation. We love talking about things that we enjoy doing. So I just try to spread it out to as many people as I can. So that's kind of how I started. Marjani, you had a good question. Yeah. Hi, my name's Marjani. And I would like to know if you Okay, can you can you repeat that for me? So the question was, do you see yourself in five years still podcasting? Oh, um, I, I I would love it, and that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be great because that would mean that would mean that it actually turned into some it turned into some kind of uh, you know income 
machine, which will be good. I mean, if I'm still doing this in five years, and that means that it's gone very well for me. Um, I mean, there's never a reason for me to stop necessarily. I mean, as long as I have the equipment and I have stuff to talk about, I'll probably be interested in it. But yeah, five years, I would love to still be doing it because honestly, I think Dragon Ball Super will still be on <laughs> because there's, there's just so many episodes. And uh, once this one grows, I'm, I'm planning to branch out and just start doing more podcasts because if I establish enough of a fan base with this one, then I know I have people that will follow me to a new one and then follow me to another one. So optimistically, you know, I'll have a whole network of podcasts within five years. And not all hosted by me, but then I can start to give other people a chance and help them out. So uh, five years from now, I mean, that'd be great. That'd be great. What's the What's the minimum and maximum time you should spend on the podcast? The minimum and maximum time? Um, let's see, the minimum time is what the, I mean... The episodes themselves are almost 30 minutes. So then, so I would say 30 minutes because if I just get straight to the point, like if you, if you, if you listen to some of my earlier episodes, they were about 31, 32 minute length. Because I would get straight to the point. I didn't have any emails to read or anything like that. Now, as the fan base grew, I started getting emails. So now I, the podcast got longer. So now they're about 40, 45 minutes. I, for my 25th episode, that one was an hour and a half just because I wanted to do some special stuff. Um, sorry, I had a little interruption there. Can you guys hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Okay. Yeah, so um, now it takes about probably about two hours maximum, just about an hour recording and everything like that, watching the episode again, and then about another hour just to because there's a process after you're done. You know, if you have to do any editing, you have to spend time doing that. And then you have to do your export. And then you have to do your tagging. If you have your podcast artwork like that, then you have to actually upload your your file to whatever site you're using to host that. And then you have to do your RSS feed, the Adobe Dreamweaver, to do that. So, you know, if you guys are using Create Suite, you should have access to Dreamweaver. You can do that and stuff in there. And then, you know, it's a matter of just kind of making sure you get updated. So minimum 30 minutes, maximum two hours. Tim, I want to ask you myself here. Um, talk to us a little bit about the kind of prep. You said you watch the episode two or three times. You know, a lot of times I find when I do this with students, they just want to sit in front of a mic and battle. Do you come up with a rundown? Do you come up with a list of topics? How do you budget the time in that 30 or 40 minutes to make sure you're not just blabbering on needlessly about the same topic? How do you kind of plan where the conversation's gonna go? Well, you know, it makes it, 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 it becomes easier to not blab because just me, by myself, I feel like if, uh, if I had a co-host, we'd probably end up just talking about random stuff for 20 minutes before we even get into the, the meat of the episode. So since it's just me, I kind of have to get straight to the point. I mean, I I, uh, I don't really have what I would call a structure, but I do kind of, I generally just start off the episode uh, just kind of, you know, maybe catching up a little bit with what's been going on with me, especially if it's something related to Dragon Ball. Like if I just happen to pick up a comic or something, I'm just, you know, news. Sometimes I do news. If something exciting happens in the news involving the show, um, then I'll talk about that for a little bit, 
And then I'll go to my email segment, which is called What Are You Saying? So if you guys watch the show, you, you'll get that. <laughs> uh, and then I'll go into emails, and then I'll just go straight into the episode talk. I mean, it's not really a lot of time for me to kind of back around because essentially I'm talking nonstop for, for about an hour to myself. <laughs> do, do you keep you know, a written so, list of topics, or is it all just off the dump? Oh, it's all off the top of my head, yeah. Which I, I, I wouldn't necessarily recommend that. Uh, I just, for some reason, I work better that way. If I try to sit down and write everything out, just I'd rather just go and just usually remember everything. But that's that may not work for everybody. So, uh, but the majority of the episode is me just reviewing an ep- you know the episode of the show. So it's not really much to kind of plan out other than just getting into that. Yeah. Right. Anyway, yeah. Go ahead. Um. So. I was wondering why you stick to podcasting because it sounds like you could do video as well. Why just stick to doing audio? You can do both. Well, see, okay, so then, are you saying, are you asking if I just do a video version of the podcast? No, I'm asking, I'm not, I'm asking why not do both because you can, it sounds like you can, and are able to do um, both audio and video. So, why not do both? Oh, well, I actually, I actually do. I do. I do have a, <laughs> I also have a YouTube channel, okay, so it's like, I, it's not, it's not as current as podcast is, but for a while I was doing reviews on YouTube, so you can, it's Tim Bridgewater Geek, so it's my full name with the word geek at the end, and I would do, I would just sit in front of my computer and do reviews of TV shows and video games and stuff like that. Now, I recently, earlier this year, I got back into that. But I wasn't seeing as much interaction there as I was seeing with podcasts. Because YouTube, I think it's just a lot, it, it's difficult to get people to watch your videos, just it. Uh, so I, I'm not doing both right now, but I have done both. It's just a matter of finding time, and the podcast seems to be the most promising thing at the moment. So I'm just focusing on that. But I do it all, and I'm not giving up on the other stuff. If the podcast goes well, there's more people I can send over to my YouTube channel, and vice versa. So the podcast is just a little hotter right now, so that's why I'll get to I'm a little curious, uh, maybe a more of a personal question. Do you have a family, and what do they think of the fact that you do these geek-related uh, videos and podcasts? Uh, I don't. I, I, right, I, I have a girlfriend. <laughs> I don't have any kids. But, uh, you know, I, I was lucky enough to find a, a girl who is a geek, too. So she thinks it's cool. <laughs> There's hope for yeah. you, Bernice. There's hope. Yeah. <laughs> um, She's under you, too. Yeah, she thinks it's cool. Exactly. You're Jeffrey out. No, she, she thinks it's awesome. Um, she, you know, and actually one of our first conversations together, it kind of came up and she already knew about some of the stuff. So... That's, I think that's part of the reason why I decided that this was going to work out because of that. You know, I think it's it's important to find somebody who can support your interests and won't make you feel like a weirdo for liking the things that you like. Uh, she, she thinks it's cool. All right, all right. Any other questions? Then I don't want to keep Tim too long. We're getting up on the end of our period. Yeah, Santiago, go ahead. And then Danelle, you're next. My name is Santiago, and I want to know how much time do you take making an episode? The answer. Hi, my name is Danali, and I would like to know if you actually have views from your past podcasts, like go into this podcast, and like have you ever like 
Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't catch all of that. I think she's asking if, 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 if you've gotten any distinct followers from your prior podcast, podcast who have followed you into the new one. Oh, I have. Yeah. And that's the, that's the coolest thing. When I was doing uh, my Legend of Court podcast, um, one of the things I did to promote the new one is um, I went to my old email list from the previous podcast. I sent an email out to all of those people. And I said, hey, I'm doing a new podcast now. Uh, if you guys want to follow me over to the new one, if you guys would like to follow me to the new one, here it is. It'll be listed here. And some of those people followed me. And um, they've been like longtime supporters. So I definitely had. And, and some of those people don't even watch Dragon Ball. But they just follow me because they, yeah, you know, I guess they find me entertaining or funny or something. But, uh, but yeah, I definitely have some people that have followed me throughout the podcast. And they, they make themselves known, too. And I, after a while, I, I start to recruit other people. I start to learn these people by name. You know, they just, they're right in all the time. Sammy is a little off camera, but he's got a question. Hi there. Um, have you ever felt inspired by any other podcast? Great question. Inspired? By other podcasts. Um, well, I don't, I don't want to say, I don't want to say no, because, uh, obviously, you know, I'm inspired by different radio shows and things like that, but what I will say is that I, there's no particular podcast that really influences what I do, and it, that's just my own weird process, because I don't, I don't want to, you know, accidentally copy off someone else. So I don't I don't listen to any other Dragon Ball podcast. I just do my own. Do you listen um, to any other podcasts in general? Yeah, uh, Fat Man on Batman is a Kevin Smith podcast. Uh, some of you guys may know he's a director, but he's also sort of a he's also a comic book writer. Uh, Jay and Silent Bob. I mean, these movies are kind of old now, but <laughs> uh, but yeah, I listen to Fat Man on Batman. I have a couple friends that do uh, a podcast called '80s Revisited, where they just talk about '80s movies. Um, that's, that's kind of a bit, though. I actually don't listen to as many podcasts. I, I think because I do one, it just kind of takes a lot. Of but, yeah, um, I think Batman on Batman is a good one. You know, they don't, they don't just talk about Batman. They talk about all kinds of movies. Uh, I'm a big movie guy, so anything like that, I'll probably check out. Tim, we're about to wrap up because we're out of time for the period, but uh, do you have any questions for us? Oh man! Um, I got. I mean, I'll tell you this. This is incredible. <laughs> you know, I didn't. I wasn't sure what to expect uh, when, I, when you guys contacted me about this. But it's very cool that you guys have a class based around this sort of thing. Uh, I mean, I only wish I would have had access to this kind of stuff when I was in high school. So I, I think it's incredibly cool. If any of you guys, I mean, obviously there's a lot of Dragon Ball fans in there. So if you guys want to check out the podcast. You know, you make sure you check it out. We will, and we'll mention you on our school's Facebook page, which has over 4,000 followers. <laughs> awesome. Nice plug. Right. Tim, Great. I want to thank you so much for your time, guys. I want to thank Tim. Thank you. I'm going to step back in here so you can see when I'm not hiding off to the side. Really appreciate you taking the time. We know you're busy with your full-time job and everything, but very, very cool. And these two earn an A for the semester because they landed this interview, so... Um, they get, they're going to get bonus. Oh, I'm glad I could be. Oh, that's great. I'm glad I could. All right, cool. So I'll be in touch with you over email in terms of getting a copy of the video to you and uh, a couple other small items. But I'll be in touch. All right, thanks so much for your time. Great, thank you. All right, you guys, thanks a lot, guys. Good day, okay? Bye. 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 Bye.